1: B double double R U N Beer Run. B double double Beer Run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N Run.
0: What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining John Boy and Jake Radio. Today is Thursday, November 8th. We got some fun stuff to talk about. D Rose is the best ever. Lavanium and Bell's doing cryptic messages. The Knicks decided to win for some dumb reason. Uh, some judge acted oh, like a calm. child. We, we got sex cults. Started. We got alligators. We, we got a lot of fun stuff.
1: B W E W R U N Beer Run. Beer Run. Oh, how happy we would be had we only brought a better fake ID on oh, this B W E W R U N
0: Beer Run. What's up? Thank you for joining John Boy and Jake Radio. If you're uh, Coming back from yesterday, thanks, because yesterday was our most downloaded episode in the history of the show. The long and storied history of John Boy and Jake Radio. How you doing, Jake? Good morning. You mock our history? No, it's long and storied.
2: Oh, okay. I'm mocking our history, then. Yeah, sounds like you're mocking it. Mock I'm her. mocking it. I'm mocking it. Good morning.
0: Jake's sitting on the couch for today's show, not at his kitchen table, so if he sounds a little more loosey-goosey, now you know why.
2: Okay, not sure what that's all about. Your vi- yeah. your
0: vibe's different. You're more chillaxing.
2: Yeah, I, I think I'm more intense. I gotta, I have to be full bent over and locked in. Oh, Okay, all right. So, we'll see then. Wow, books and covers, man. Books and covers. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. How was your
0: How was your rest of the day yesterday? Did you have a good rest of the Wednesday?
2: What did I do yesterday? It was working. I think I did a fake bad workout, and oh, and then more car shopping times. Oh, so we w- went went to a dealership. Uh, we were looking at used cars. we were at a used like, uh, um, I don't know, one of these new like, yeah, we we do good used cars like under t- thirty thousand miles and come in and we give you a better rate. So we had been doing that and we were close, and then we hated it. Everyone enjoy your bad day. <laughs> and then we went to a dealership, and yeah, we got the whole rigmarole. We got the hard sell, because the other place is like, a, oh, we don't do commission. We're all in the same boat here. And then this place was like a guy like trying to upsell us and get us at a car yesterday night when we are like, no, no, we just want a little bit of information and then to get dinner down the road. Um and then we were so shook from the dealership we didn't get dinner down the road. There's a good Indian place over there. We didn't go. We just came back and started cooking frozen stuff and we're like that was exhausting.
0: Yeah, car shopping sucks. When I was when I was 16, I had a guy do the hard sell on us. I wanted uh, I thought I wanted a Jeep um Jeep Cherokee, but sure. I didn't in the end because I don't like the way Jeeps drive at all. Anyway, uh, me and the guy like the dealer he's probably young 20s i'm guessing now cuz i was 16 at the time he was probably 25 i don't know he was in his 20s sure and like he's like all right let's you and i just go for a spin so like my parents stayed back and he gets behind the wheel of this cherokee grand cherokee and just starts like whipping donuts and peeling around like look this car is fun I'm like yo buddy sorry wrong audience i don't enjoy this at all I'm grabbing the oh shit handle. Uh, I'm like scared of you now and I don't want anything to do with you. It is the, the complete wrong push. And I guess on most 16-year-old boys like that would work. Right. I was just like, dude, get me the fuck out of this car. You're driving like a maniac. I don't want any part of this. Was this Connecticut
2: or Cali? Connecticut. Wow. Yeah. Cuz California that story makes perfect sense. I think that's what every car salesperson in California does to get a 16-year-old boy in a car. Yeah. In Connecticut. That's I I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm gassed.
0: When I when I moved to California, uh, my junior year of high school, David and all my friends, they loved that shit. they just like pull up right. the emergency <laughs> brake and and do like donuts in an intersection. They'd like do pull up the emergency brake and then do a donut then a U-turn in the middle of the intersection. And I, I was like, Yo, I, I'm not doing this shit with you. Like, yeah. I could not enjoy this in the slightest, in the slightest. Just that's drive. Not, I,
2: I wasn't joking. I think, I think that's a sales pitch in Cali, in <laughs> Connecticut. That's like a car accident.
0: <laughs> I was like, Dude, get, get stop. And uh, David, who was like my best friend, he was like, Yeah, man, I just never had anyone that like didn't like driving fast and wild. Usually, everyone in the car loves it. And I'm like, Oh, dude, I please never do that again.
2: Different world,
0: different worlds. Yeah.
2: How was the rest of your day,
0: dog? Dude, yesterday was a. Uh, I sit down here at like eight thirty for this show, and I didn't get out of this chair for good until uh, nine thirty at night. So it was like thirteen hours. Uh, I made some meals, but I was I was designing uh, designing shirts and sweaters and stuff for our Black Friday Talking Yank sale. And yeah, uh, yeah. just sat down. And went t- I had so many plans. I've I've told you about my plan that I'm going to go for a walk on the boardwalk after I've done po- editing and posting this show, right? And get some exercise in. And I haven't done it once. And I think I may- came up with that yesterday. Well, I'm go not going to be board- able to do it again today because we have Talking Yanks that just dropped, and it's just a, the internet is a race. Like if I don't get preview clips out for Talking Yanks as fast as I can, then no one's going to listen to Talking Yanks. That's the life we got to live in.
2: Yeah. Go to the, go to
0: the boardwalk for a little bit. Maybe. Drinking that ocean air. It is nice out. I love the weather. Hey, tomorrow is voicemail episode, everyone. 908-845-5792. I don't think we have any, so we might not be doing it. It's a hard ask. We have an audience. We have listeners that listen every single day, so we appreciate you, but not everyone's going to be the type of person that leaves a voicemail or thinks they have anything to add or include. But if you do and you want to be on the show, We want to do Friday voicemails, uh, and eventually we'll get there. So I'm going to push it every Friday, even if some Fridays we don't get any. So eventually the audience will grow, and we'll get them. So if you have voicemails, 908-845-5792. Call in.
2: 908-845-5792.
0: Soft ending.
2: Now they remember. Now now they've got it. All right, Jake, let's go. did it to that jingle.
0: Let's go to sports, which has been Sports Light but the Knicks did play the Hawks, and it looks like, Jake, they accidentally won?
2: Yeah, the Knicks are doing this accidentally win routine. No, well, it's a combo, so these are still the Hawks. It's in Atlanta, though, and I think this is... I've mentioned the Knicks a couple times. There's a couple games on their schedule. They're like, yo, we have to win to keep young guy morale up, and this is kind of one of the games for the Hawks, Uh, but, I mean, they are... The Knicks started their youngest lineup ever uh, on Monday or whenever it was. Tim Hardaway Jr. came back. He put a, he puts up a thirty four spot. He's having a great year. He's trying to get could he's going to be in All Star contention, which is a story in Knicks land. Unfortunately, does he have but, a
0: contract? Uh, is this his contract
2: year? No, he's uh or er, yes, he does have a contract. It's not his contract year. He uh yeah, I'll catch you up a little bit on on his story. So Knicks drafted him, Jim. Mm-hmm. Um and then he somewhat overachieved he had a pretty good first year and then they traded him to Atlanta uh for i forget if it was for a pick or a player i'll get beat up for that but that's fine and then so he became a restricted free agent which is kind of you know in baseball there's some there's some funky rules restricted free agents up there in basketball basically another team can offer you a contract and there's limits on it um, and then your team you got, you're got on currently has the chance to match it. So the Knicks arguably overpaid to get Tim Hardaway Jr. They paid him pretty good shooting guard money. I want to say it was like four years, $74 million, something like that, maybe $85. And uh, the Hawks didn't match, but that was kind of part of the price they had to pay to get him. And then so they got him last year. He doesn't do so hot, injured, uh, not where you wanted the numbers to be. This year, uh, the numbers have been there. He's averaging 24.3 points per game. That's like a top 10 in the NBA. Uh, And this is through 11 games, so he's scoring. And this is, I guess, the other tight wire slash act the Knicks are trying to do is they want to be bad and get a pick this year. We've talked about that. But you also want to be appealing to this free agent class coming up. Kyrie, Durant, your boys. Um, so if Tim's good, it's kind of good. But you just need those guys to sign after the season. And uh, you still want the bad pick. So we'll see. But it's, it's one of the games you shrug. Hey, we, we beat the Hawks. They're probably the worst team in the league.
0: Okay, but I have questions for you because this is yes. how it works. I just look at the box score and then I ask right. your opinion. Right, right, right. Be, does Kevin Knox's nine minutes on the court were they as brutal as his box
2: score? He's he's still coming back from injury, so I, I mean I could say yes and no there, but no, I mean his he's uh, he's still getting back into the rhythm. But looks like he yeah. chucked
0: up six shots, three three pointers, missed all of them. He had one assist. <laughs> And then he had one turnover, so those cancel out nicely. And then a negative negative fourteen on the plus minus. It's
2: a good, it's a good coachable, coachable day. <laughs> so his nine just, minutes look pretty bad. Hey, Kevin, get out there, but <laughs> bring it back, bring it back. <laughs> not today, yeah. not today, buddy.
0: And then yeah, like Hardaway was plus twenty. How much does plus and minus mean? You you said per game, it's, it doesn't mean much, but per like season or month, it can mean a lot.
2: Yeah, it's it's almost. I don't want to say defensive stats in in baseball how people tell you like judge the body of work over you know half a season or something like that it's similar to that i mean on a per game basis you can just the nba has always been a game of like runs and and timeouts so like you could if you're the bench crew that comes in and you play your 12 minutes and over you know, you did four minutes in the first half, two minutes in the second half, or whatever it is, for the math didn't work out there. But if those are the two times your team goes on a run, it looks pretty deceptive. Like the the guy on the Hawks, one of the Plumley brothers, again, your boy, I don't even know which one it is. I think it's Miles. Mason. Yeah, it's Miles Plumley, Miles Mason or Marshall. Uh, God, that must have been a nightmare growing up with. What but name he, would you like? Out of Miles, Mason, and Marshall. I'm taking uh, I'm taking Mason. I might go Marshall. That's my third. But I think I have everyone call me Marsh. Why don't you just have them call you Ma? Like, Ma Like the like the girl that you are. <laughs> and you thought, wow, talk about piss and vinegar. Um <laughs> Yeah, but he has a plus ten in his eleven minutes, and he's just bad at basketball. So it's, it's more over the body of work. But every year you find some quirky players. There will be these backup point guards that have like really good plus minus, and it's like, is this guy actually good or what happens here? Um, uh, Frankie, usually...
0: Frankie got his uh, single double, so great night for him.
2: I lo- love that your team, Frank. Yeah, there was a little, uh, there was like fake hostility. Oh, the worst ending to a game. That I've just ever watched. Just like each team kept trying to blow it and do something dumb to let the other team back in. And nobody would cave. So that was pretty impressive stuff. Yeah, so like I, I missed turned on. Free throws and then turnovers. Yeah, it was,
0: it was brutal. So I got out of my chair when I was done editing and all that stuff. And I walk over to the couch and I'm home alone. So I have I uh, I get I sit down on the couch and I see you're tweeting about the Knicks game. And I'm like, oh, I'll watch the end of the Knicks game. Know what I'm talking about tomorrow and stuff like that. And I, I turn on the TV, and then I'm going to Guide. And I got to go down to channel 70-something for MSG. And on my way down, I tweeted this. I saw, like, Shooter on AMC. And I'm like, oh, dude, I think I'd rather watch Shooter than the Knicks game. I'm like, all right, no, nah, dude, watch the Knicks game. So I go down a little more. Sweet Home Alabama, which is my favorite chick flick. Right. Like, Reese. What the fuck? Yeah, Reese. Love Reese. Like, oh, my God. All right, Knicks game. Forrest Gump, one of the best movies ever made. And then I put the Knicks game on, and then it was like bad basketball, and I think I lasted a minute, and I was like, I'll just have Jake tell me tomorrow. And I went back, and I watched a little bit of each movie. Oh, nice. What was your pattern? Well, I went Forrest Gump, right?
2: Right. Because you
0: have to see where it is. Yeah, it's at it was at the Vietnam scene, so I saw the okay. tuck that lip in, are you guys related, Lieutenant Dan? Sure. And I liked that stuff. But then it was going into, after that, it goes into like the ping pong, and then right. if I if I ca- caught it at the running, I would have stayed. Right, just the mood I was in. Sure, but uh, and then and then I went to shooter, and it was like the action scene. It was like everything was going down, and that doesn't do anything for me. Like, the he was end at- scene. No, no, it was like 45 minutes had to go. Okay. But they were just in the house and everyone taking over and like shooting and right, stuff. Right, right, right. But I don't like just straight action. So then I landed on Sweet Home Alabama and I watched the end. It was great.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to think of my pattern there. I think you got it right checking Forrest Gump first. Just because if you can catch one of those all time scenes, it's almost like that's a big exhale. Like, oh, wow. dude, if you
0: catch the scene when Forrest Gump's running and yeah. then he's got this following. And he turns around to like this following that they th- they think he's Jesus now, and he goes, I "Think I'll go home now." <laughs> he's gonna talk.
2: Everyone, shut up. He's gonna talk. <laughs> he's gonna say something.
0: <laughs> think yeah. I'll go home now.
2: <laughs> I think you start there. Yeah, I really like the end. Shooter is an end scene movie for me.
0: Yeah, I wasn't close enough. Like, and to last the end, I was gonna have to watch forty full minutes. I was getting tired, so I dip- right. dipped
2: and dove. I'd, I'd lean four and then I'd try to get to shooter at the end. but yeah, you did you did all right. And no, it was like this game at the end was unbearable. I, I actually had to, to turn off at a certain point. Like the Knicks, they each blew like two opportunities back and forth, and then the Hawks finally had a chance they had the ball down three and they threw it to a guy and literally took his eye off the ball. instead of catching it, it hit his hands and went out of bounds. And then, like, both teams looked at each other and was like, let's get the fuck out of here. Von Lee had a double-double. So that's the Knicks. Yeah, Ted, 11-9 and nine in the first. He's He's been a fun story. Talk to people on the Twitter machine about him.
0: but I, I just thought of a new drop for my soundboard that I'm actually yeah. scared to use because I think it's annoying. But, okay. as far as scum, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah.
2: You say that that's, a lot. That's strong. My and favorite. My
0: favorite say. drop that I don't know how we work this in, but...
2: Nothing I say should be important to anyone. Yeah. that's. You'll, I think you'll find it. Uh, that's pretty I, good. You, you, uh, yeah.
0: I could have rolled with this after I made the joke about you being a mom.
2: You could have, but then that would have been bad.
0: You know, so. usually you have a third person in the booth that all they're thinking about is when these happen, and I'm a little overwhelmed, but I'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Figure it out. All right. Let's throw it to our it. national sports reporter stories from Jake's story. The national Ooh. stories from Jake's story. Here we go, Jake. And that should be a drop. I should have, like, I should make an intro. Like, do, 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 let's throw it to
2: national sports. Like, we'll get, let's get you an intro. Because that, that was, you said, you just said Jake's story, like, as many times as you could.
0: No, we're, stories from Jake's story. He's covering the national stories.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh and not, not a ton out there, man. It's kind of old news, old news, good news. Uh, uh, D. Rose and the Lakers, you could talk about LeBron every night. You saw that headband gossip, Jim, which shows when it's a slow news cycle. But uh, Derrick Rose shot seven of nine from three. Bill Simmons, my guy, I love making fun of his voice. Uh, um, he said he's, he was in the house and he got to see the best player in the NBA play, dot, 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 Derrick Rose. LOL. Um, LOL. So that's hysterical humor. Um, And then, yeah, I think the only thing that we can have a little fun with that we haven't talked about. I'm not moving uh, on from
0: LeBron's headband
2: yet because. Okay. Because, okay, okay. hit it. it.
0: USA Today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A a writer at USA Today (laughs) submitted a story with this headline. LeBron James really brought back the headband for Lakers practice. Yeah, that's just, that was something that a, a guy was either asked to write or said I'm gonna write this and then, okay, Andrew Joseph, good job, writer Andrew Joseph for LeBron. Okay, he wrote a whole bunch of words on it. See if anything jumps out to you. LeBron James completed his first ten games with the Lakers, and it hasn't exactly been the dreamiest start for the new new look Lakers. Sanchez is four and six, and heading into every stretch against Minnesota, Atlanta, and Sacramento, Lakers have a chance to build some momentum. LeBron isn't taking any chances. The headband is back. All right, so at least he played it with a little jokey, but still, come on, come on. Do people. you think
2: that guy loved writing that or loathed writing it? Loathed. Yeah, you have to.
0: You have to loathe when you're. That's
2: nobody's dream story.
0: LeBron wore a headband to practice. Head like if you're LeBron, I- I'd kill myself.
2: Dude, how much you're in the spotlight, like, sucks so bad.
0: You wear a headband to practice, and everyone writes articles on it.
2: It's nuts. Jeez.
0: Speaking of, Clint Fraser got his nose pierced last night.
2: Saw that. Hot.
0: And I just wanted to tweet out making fun of him, but I just, I can't be the guy that makes fun of Clint all the time. Yeah. I was going to do a concussion joke, which is really frowned upon.
2: Yeah, that's super, sh- yeah. It's I was going to say,
0: like. You know those f- finite necklaces, you know, or whatever that give you energy? Right. Like maybe that was to balance out the brain he put like a piercing in his nose.
2: Finite nose energy. Yeah.
0: But I can't make that joke on Twitter. So I'll just do it on here. And then none of you that are listening are allowed to share it. This is a secret club. Secret club. But 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 tell your friends to come.
2: <laughs> tell your friends about the secret club, please. He says stuff, it's secret.
0: You should listen. Don't share it just though. drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Don't get me in trouble for saying Clint's nose ring is to help with his brain.
2: Maybe that maybe that's the difference maker.
0: All right, so you we were going through this pre-show, but Le- Le'Veon Bell. And I I had to stop because my reaction was so intense that I thought it should be showtime reaction, not pre-show right. reaction. Right. Can you, I'll you, um explain the story for the people like me that probably aren't up to date.
2: Right. So Le'Veon Bell has been a very good Steelers running back for the past, uh, four or five years, whatever it is. And, uh, running backs don't get paid in the NFL now because they get, it's like a car part that gets beat up. You just, (laughs) you, you don't, you just replace it. It's like a cheap car part that you could replace every time. Um, you can draft a running back in the fourth round of the NFL draft, and you can have a decent guy for a couple years and move on. But Le'Veon has been elite, and he has a unique running style. He, like, dodges contact incredibly well. He's super patient. Um, it's actually really wild to see when it when it works. Uh, but this is the second year he was going to hold out. They keep franchise tagging him, so it's kind of like the Kirk Cousins thing. So if he signed the franchise tag again, he would have gotten paid top money, For this year, and as long as he made it out healthy, then he would have got, like, crazy paid, and he just hits free agency, and a team like the Redskins probably pays way too much money for him just so they have good headlines for a little bit, and so he holds out a Steeler camp, and they all expected he held out the full training camp last year, and... So he holds out training camp this year, and they all expect him to come back. And that's when all those awful O-lineman quotes came out. Like, are you, are you kidding me, dude? Like, we'll never block for this guy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so he's been holding out, and he's like, hit the end of his thing. Otherwise, he can't hit free agency. Like, if he reported for these last seven games or whatever, he would still hit free agency. And now I think he's missed that window. But he tweets upside down on Twitter to show everyone that he's okay. I'm not apologizing for what I believe is right for myself, family, and the rest of my peers, period. Dot, dot, dot. Also, if you're really finding the time to figure out what I'm saying, you've proved my point. So we're just the sheep, man. I fucking hate this guy.
0: We're the sheep. That's, that's That's a note I got in sixth grade from my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, I'm mad at you, and you don't even care. If you did care, you'd read it this, and it's like, oh, you do care. See, you've figured out my code.
2: Shut up, let me on I, I just thought you wanted me to read this, so I read it.
0: You tweeted out something, yes. So people read it. That doesn't mean that they agree with anything that you're saying, because I read it and I hate you. I hope he never. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he never plays another down.
2: I I know we we don't want to go there a lot because they're kind of the 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 kings of. The podcasting world right now But dude, Big Cat and PFT Had some good stuff P- P- <laughs> Big Cat Just tweeted out <laughs> Remember on A calculator When you type boobs And mm-hmm. you'd have to flip the calculator <laughs> Yeah I mean that's That's gold And like If if you're an athlete I don't know This this goes back to all our Mets agent jokes We've been making recently And Like dude If you're a sports agent Like, I wonder, what's his impact on this? Or is Le'Veon off the deep end? Or was his agent like, bro, hold out. They're going to hook you up. You're the man. Like, that's probably what happened. And now this guy's whole career could just be absolutely shot.
0: I mean, I I don't really get, like, vindictive or, like, mean. But I hope he never plays another down. I think it'd be really funny. (laughs) It's a little vindictive and mean, though. Like, I mean, but uh, someone dude to make such to be such grandstanding and like I just hope it backfires so bad. I love a good backfire.
2: I think it's pretty yes. That's fair. And I think we're we are at backfire cuz now there's some like weird transition tag they can sign him to that's a lot less money and the Steelers still have him for a year. Uh so yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see if the game of chicken just continues through next year and then it's like dude, you're forgotten. Yeah. Like you you everyone could be talking about you being a great running back and maybe one of the last elite running backs we'll ever see with all the passing instead we're talking about upside down tweets. So the the fact I'm talking about upside down tweets makes you the fucking idiot left. No
0: no <laughs> one F. no one is bigger than the game. The game will will move on without you. Like think about all the greats that have played, they retired and the game just kept going.
2: I got. I have one caveat. Who? I think LeBron. Like we just talked about. You think
0: if LeBron stops playing basketball right now, basketball stops? Being- I don't
2: think it stops, but I think it's like actually crippling to the league. Like the the league would be in. Cha- Dude, you just mentioned the LeBron headband headline. If LeBron James was holding out and not playing basketball, like I, th- I think that would be like actually very bad for the NBA. Any other league doesn't care, dude.
0: I don't know. Like the NFL, the refs said we're not going to ref, and the NFL is like, okay, game goes on, and they went played like six games without the refs, right? Game will move the- on. I mean, there would be a moment where like, man, LeBron's not playing, but P- the games would still happen. Other stories would start. More other people would be scoring points.
2: I think LeBron would be the story for like two, three years if he's like just sat out and didn't want to play. Because every rumor would be, yo, is LeBron going to come back for this team and try to get a ring? What's LeBron waiting for? LeBron seen shopping with headband on today. Does that bring him back?
0: I think, uh, I think it would be like uh, six months and then it would be gone. Michael Jordan went and played baseball.
2: They yeah, him- and I think that was a giant story at the time
0: you're you're we're on different pages.
2: And that's when I think baseball was still baseball still had more oomph than basketball. Yeah. Now that basketball is the story with the the players and how they've marketed everyone. You're
0: taking it uh, I'm saying literally the game moves on.
2: <laughs> yes, they will play basketball. Games. Okay, that but that's what we're I'm saying. We're a literal podcast.
0: <laughs> that's the thing about it. Like people think like no one no one's going to stop the games for you. If you hold out you missed the games because they're not. No one waits on your schedule.
2: Complete and hard facts. Yes,
0: that's what I was doing. I was confused when you were. We were on different pages. <laughs> well, it's halftime. Not a lot of stories this first half. Jake, how do you think we did? How's your new spot? How did how did it feel talking
2: on your new spot? I'm right in the new spot. I've got I've got more hip action, and I've actually, Jim. I don't want to don't want to brag to you or the listeners. I've uh, been putting in some treadmill time the past couple of days, like wa- like walking a mile and a half and then jogging a half mile. So I'm feeling pretty elite and athletic, and I think it's translating over to the game. When I so, was
0: actually losing weight last before last baseball season or whenever it was, I did a lot of treadmill time, and I'd just right. watch a show, and then during commercials, I'd run. And then during the show, I'd power walk.
2: That was pretty nice. I remember being impressed by that. I've been... Now, with. I'm usually not a headphones guy because they don't fit my weird little hobbit ears going on. So I've been doing that, and you could do it while walking because there's not a, a violent jostle when I'm mm-hmm. sprinting at 22 miles per hour on the treadmill. Um, And I've been, you know, listening to myself trying to get better for you guys, so... Take that halftime. You like Jake's that just, shit?
0: Jake's just running and listening to himself. That's a you nice gotta, image. Just listening to the tape. Time for the real news. And let me tell you, Jake. Yeah. Did I was I a little high last night when I researched these? Yeah. Wow. But yeah, did one of them make me giggle like a little schoolgirl for like ever? Because I, I almost wanted to make a video on Twitter just me telling the story. And then I was like, I'll oh, save it for the show. I'll save it for the show. This cracked me up. There's a lot of good ones, but this one I'm going to start it. with. Okay, there's a <laughs> there's a judge, there's a judge, right? Sure. And at, it, I think for the last two years, he's been a judge, and um, conviction rates have gone up like crazy. He's in Texas, right? Sure. So as he's a judge, everyone's getting convicted. he's putting criminals in jail all the time. blah blah, blah you know what I mean? Yep. Elections happen. He loses. Sure. So what does he do? Does he say okay and you know change of power gracefully? No. He spent the whole day releasing everybody. He just sat there in his last day of being a judge and had all the criminals come and said, Are you do you promise you won't kill anyone if I release you? And then the prisoner said, Yeah. And then he released him. And then they asked him why. He said, This is what the voters want. They don't want me around. I'm putting too many people in jail. I'm gonna release them all. This is what they want. <laughs> You promise you won't kill anyone. This is this is out of Parks and Rec. This is like yes. Th- this is like Councilman Jam grandstanding because Leslie Nope told him like he didn't want to do something. Fine, I'll just release everyone. There's a real judge in a real country yeah. called America. Just fucking what a baby. But it, th- that image cracks me up. The people witnessing this so, convict. Are you going to kill anyone if I release you? Uh, no, Your Honor. Released. He released everyone.
2: It's it's insane, man. <laughs> and I saw they they interviewed a, one of the public defenders in his first quote. He just summed it up. He was releasing everybody. <laughs> just <laughs> just just imagine that feeling. Um, God, what a what a time to be alive. What a time to be in juvie in in that town in Texas or wherever. Now. <laughs>
0: I it just cracks me up, dude. It's so cartoonish.
2: Yes, it's it's something that you're right. You'd you'd watch Parks and Rec, Seinfeld, whatever it is, and this would be the story, and you'd be like, "Wow, that was that was a pretty silly episode. That that was funny." But all right, and, so we, no.
0: we previously stated we love a good backfire, right? Yeah. Well, do you this,
2: want <laughs> this opens the door? Do you want one no. of these
0: convicts to go kill someone, and then this judge gets in trouble?
2: So this is this is where I want the reverse backfire. Like I want these kids to come together and like drive the community. I want I want it to be like a movie that the rock is featured in. Like the rock is their mentor and you know, they the community is like, Let's get all these juvenile kids out of here. They shouldn't be here and then The Rock is like, No, give me two weeks with these kids and then they turn around the city. Gridiron gang. there you go. There you go, Hollywood.
0: Gridiron Gang was the first movie that I watched by myself. Ever. Like, I went to the theater. Oh.
2: oh. Sat and
0: watched it by myself when I was 16. Okay. And my parents are listening. Stop listening. I drove to an SAT prep course, like, oh, 8 in the morning, parked, got out of the car, and, like, it was a four-hour SAT prep course. I started walking into the door and I was just like, oh my God, fuck this. And I drove and I went and saw a movie alone.
2: Yeah. Adds up. Now here I am. Now I feel like an accomplice. Why? Because you
0: mentioned Gridiron Gang?
2: Now I got to, if I don't, I know they're going to listen and find out. Now I feel like I was in the know. I knew, I knew nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Gridiron Gang. That's
0: cool. Like a bad movie that'll make me cry.
2: Okay, yeah, that's fair.
0: There's that one football movie that's like a Christian movie. It's really bad, but there's like that one scene that'll make me cry all the time. Uh, Facing Giants, something like that. I don't know if I saw that one. I'll send you the YouTube of the one scene. It's awesome. There's this kid named Brock, and he's like a troublemaker. He doubts himself, but he's the leader. So the guy makes him do the drill where you put another kid on your back, and then you have to crawl. Sure. And just your hands and your legs. He's like, just go to the 50-yard line, Brock. Just go to the 50-yard line. Dig, dig. You can do it. Don't give up, Brock. Don't give up, Brock. Brock, don't give up. He's like, Brock's like, how many more yards? You're almost there, Brock. You're almost there. And then they pan out, Jake, once Brock collapses and finishes. And he's in the fucking end zone. Did it for a whole hundred yards. That's the power. That's the power of not giving up.
2: Anything you, do you put your mind to? It's
0: a good scene from a bad movie. So that's what, that's where we led to there, good scenes from bad movies. All right, the next story. That judge was my favorite story. Okay. This one's a bit sad, but like really bilar, bizarre. And I'm going to need you to click the link and oh. then click the YouTube video and mute it so we can, like, you can see. Um,
2: that what, top story?
0: yes the yes so uh, a, a man died because he had too much silicone um, injected into his testicles okay so that's he died so that's sad this was in San Francisco in Seattle you,
2: you're very attracted to these kind of stories dude I mean it's a weird story 28 year old oh um, no
0: um he was part of he was a beard so he was part of a gay uh be what did it BDSM yeah and like he has fake muscles and stuff and he had his boyfriend was his slave he wore a chain with a lock it was like this super weird subculture right if you go to the YouTube video Jake and go to uh the picture of the testicles you're going to be in shock
2: oh there's the YouTube video great um all right, I'll just click this. Yeah. Um, okay. This now is you exciting. need to
0: go to um, five minutes and twenty-eight uh, seconds in. Okay. And I'll.
2: Okay. And
0: then you describe how big these testicles are for the listeners at home who really are interested.
2: All right. Um, five minutes it,
0: twenty-nine seconds. They zoom in on a picture of his balls.
2: Big big ginger beard. Oh my god. Um, what do you call that? Let's let's get the freeze frame of those bad boys. Uh Yeah, I mean, when I'm first looking at it, you don't even think those have the opportunity to be uh, testicles. And it just...
0: Compare wow. them to something for the people listening.
2: Um, What's a big... Kind of like when you're filling up a water balloon and you've overfilled it to the point where you're not going to tie it off in the end. Like you just overshot your wad... You had it attached to the sink, and now you know, you're know, you either going to try to tie it off at the top and get water everywhere, or you just punt and wait for that bad boy to pop, and <laughs> looks like <laughs> this bad boy popped.
0: Medium-sized pineapple. That's the size we're looking
2: at. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that works too.
0: His name was Chapman, but he went by Tank Heathcliff, or Pup Tank. He was an active member of San Francisco and later Seattle's gay BDSMN community. Chapman served as one of the several slaves to Master Dylan topin, known as his nickname "Noodles and Beef."
2: Yeah, shout out. That's a good
0: nickname, Noodles and Beef. Listener to the show probably yeah. went by Nudes, which is also what your dog goes by.
2: Yeah, yeah. You got your Jim. You might need pictures of this because yeah, we've we've got a uh, the gentleman that passed, Jack Chapman, RIP. Uh, big big ginger beard. The good, full beard, no hair anywhere else. Um, yeah, it's just like a one of those tales where you say to
0: yourself once again, man, I hope I never inject silicone into my genitals.
2: Yeah, that's a great call.
0: Like, I've um, been worried about it. It's scary. I've thought about it. And I just really hope I never inject silicone into my testicles to make them the size of pineapples. Because noodles and beef told me to. <laughs> when you get to that point in your life where you're like, why are your balls so big? Well, noodles and beef likes big balls, and he's my master. And you say, yeah. whoa. So what went wrong here?
2: That was crazy that I was fine with it up until the noodles and beef part. You were fine with it? Like, all right, yeah, you're li- you're living your life. Oh, <laughs> your master noodles and beef. Yeah, no, dude, you... Too many wrong turns. (laughs) Can only turn left so many times.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Like Jesus. So go go tell your sons right now that the just don't go to San Francisco ever, I think's the story here. Which is a nice place. I like San Francisco. And
2: I Nope. You there?
0: Oh, What's going yeah, on? Yeah,
2: lost you for a half second. Oh, your computer's freaking out. Hate, hate hate to have the recurring thing. I just lost your vid for a second there. Uh, I don't know if you want to hit this one quick, but it uh, it's segue from yesterday. Alabama Waffle House ceiling. Um, you know, this links into our raccoon from yesterday. We we we're starting to have a theme form here, Jim.
0: Yeah, but this guy fell through the he, uh, he fell through the Waffle House ceiling with uh in his underwear and then just started fighting patrons <laughs> while escaping, which is a great movie scene. He was trying to rob the place. He was trying wow. to crawl through the ceiling vents to get to the office above, which also ties into our story from a couple days ago, the guy that robbed a McDonald's. Like, why are you robbing a Waffle House? Like, why are you pulling off a great cape to rob a Waffle House? Through You're crawling through the duck vents of a Waffle House, um, and then you fall onto the table and, and then just immediately start fighting everyone, which I like that.
2: Right. You, you c- come in swinging at least. If you're, yeah, if, I don't,
0: yeah, if you're trying to I, rob I, a Waffle House and you fall in, there's two options. Like play it cool and be like, holy shit, where was I? So, I don't know how I got there. Like, What's going on? Like you're dazed and confused. Or you just start fighting everyone.
2: Yeah, no brainer. It's time to start swinging. I just fell through the roof at the Waffle House in my boxers game time there's been a few of these stories lately and i you mentioned the rob in the bad places we we touched on that a little bit yesterday the ceiling route it seems like people are trying to explore this again and it it seems like for 20 years we decided that was a bad plan because you fall through the ceiling (laughs) and now we're back (laughs) history repeats itself jake it's heavy there's
0: another story, and this is kind of a fun one because there was no harm done. Nothing bad happened. A Florida man jumped in to the crocodile exhibit in St. Augustine, uh, and they didn't, like, catch him. He, he did no harm. He didn't harm the crocodiles. Crocodiles didn't harm him. They just found the footage the next day. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to have a fun night, go swim with the crocs.
2: Yeah, man. Kind of live for once in your life. I mean, what? hey, I'm... Would you rather try to swim with Crocs for a night or inject silicone into your balls? Oh, uh, silicone. Yeah, I know you'd go there. Just a little I'd bit. have to know more about the Crocs. I don't to swim with Crocs. Hey, if this guy survives, maybe there, there's an easy route I can take. I don't know. No, not interested in swimming with crocodiles. That's
0: like ter- terribly terrifying.
2: All right, silicone balls.
0: Yo, my dog is so old, Zimmer. It takes about 20 minutes to sit down because he has to walk in. You know, they do the circle thing because that's what dogs do. Yeah. But he's like an OCD patient now where he circles and, like, no, nah, it didn't feel right. Had to do another one. No, nah, it didn't right. Really get the right tempo. Got to get the angle. He's been circling for 30 seconds. Just, I think he finally just went down. Just circles. And he does it in bed, too. He sleeps on her feet, just circles, circles. circles. He's so Find old, man. Right watching him. I was on the phone with you yesterday while he was pooping, and just like watching him poop is so sad yeah it's so sad. and he doesn't want me to watch because he knows how pathetic it is right his legs are all shaky he's like barely squirting anything out mm. it's tough times for zimmer he's getting old so say a prayer for him all right mm. short of question of the day the chiquata t quad t quad. you got one you choose one i
2: choose one yeah choose one Ugh, I, I heard I ruined some people's day by picking the breakfast sandwich yesterday.
0: No, we just made people hungry. Made me really hungry, that conversation.
2: Oh, that would ruin my day. If on my ride home I start craving a breakfast, Sammy, then I probably pick one up on the way, and now dinner shot. And when I say dinner shot, I mean I just I eat that, and now I've had a breakfast sandwich and a regular dinner. Um, Let's do uh, I like this because this is <laughs> – I think this question's cute if if a little kid asks you it, and it's should I eat ice cream for breakfast, <laughs> from at chopping that ass, chopping that ass, <laughs> good our good friend, chopping that ass. Should I
0: eat ice cream for breakfast? <laughs> I first I wanted to say like yeah do whatever you want to do you know but nah don't don't because you, you just you just have no limits then you have no personal uh, control then. And you want to be someone, you know, who has I'm I'm all about delaying stuff the gratification so it's like worthwhile. I'm like weirdly do that shit. Right. Um like I'm really if I get a package, I'll just put it on my kitchen table and I won't open it for a couple hours. Right. It's really weird. Just because like Yeah, that's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. It's like, well, that's going to be really exciting when I open that, so I'm going to sit on this feeling knowing that's going to be exciting for a little bit used to drive my sisters crazy on Christmas because I'd, I'd open my presents up slow. Because the feeling of knowing you have presents is just as good as the feeling of opening the present.
2: Right. Sometimes it's better.
0: So sometimes uh, you leave that feeling like, oh, I'm going to come home from work and I'm going to have ice cream. And you get to ride that out all day. Like Right. It's I'm, kind I'm of the- gonna, there's ice cream at home. I'm going to have it. You have it for breakfast. What are you excited for? Ice cream again? Maybe.
2: So you just have to be prepared. I think you touched upon some great things. I think it's the general, like, a lot of people need to have a vacation planned. Yeah. you need to have your eyes on something coming up. Yeah, uh, uh, Outside of your daily job and routine or whatever it may be. Um, I think there, I'm, <laughs> if, if you've seen my physique, you know I'm pro ice cream in the morning. Um, The reason, but you are right. Your mentality has to be in a unique place. Like, you need to. Because you've just thrown off any shackles on the rest of your day. Yeah. If you're going to ice cream in the morning, you just can't go live out a standard day. It's not like, all right, well, I'll go to the gym and go to work. It's like, no. Like, your next stop might have to be like a brewery and be like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a cream wild for day. Now I'm at the brewery. <laughs> what kind of day is this, huh? And then you wake up the next day, hate yourself, and you're like, that's why I don't do ice cream for breakfast. But sometimes you got to treat yourself. Yeah, it's like a Saturday. It's like a Saturday. It's the only thing. I'm day. a huge um, pumpkin pie around Thanksgiving. And that I usually, with pumpkin pie and whipped cream, that usually turns into my next two breakfasts. Breakfast, breakfast
0: I've definitely had apple pie and pumpkin pie for breakfast when it's And so papers. I
2: guess if, you ha- if, if I had a scoop of vanilla around, I'd throw it on there, but I normally don't wherever I'm there. So I, I don't know if that's a factor. But, again, that almost ties it into, like, you're still around the holidays. Like, that's got, that's an ev- that's got to be a special event.
0: Yeah. So I'm glad we're on the same like, – don't, don't be having breakfast in the morning regularly. Can't be part of the You need to save it. Be excited about it
2: afterwards. Bing.
0: Bing. All right. What are we watching tonight? The Knicks don't play, I don't think. Do the Rangers play tonight? N-
2: no, those Knicks. <coughs> oh, excuse, excuse me. Excuse
0: you, Jake. Right into the mic.
2: Everyone's... Foxy lady. Well, no, it was I wasn't going to get away enough from the mic, so I figured I'd keep it close enough that i just keep the cough going and then apologize to everyone.
0: It's nice. Um, it looks like the Rangers do not play tonight.
2: So you guys are welcome. And
0: the Knicks do not play tonight. No. So what's the Is Thursday night football Thursday, game?
2: Thursday night football, yeah. Now it's funny that I think we're like scared. Oh, Panthers Steelers. So there's fun there. We talked about Le'Veon. Um and these two teams are actually playing pretty well. We've got a six six and two Panthers squad versus the five and two Steelers there. Um so yeah, half excited for this.
0: Oh, dude, we got UConn opens up the season versus Moorhead yes, State.
2: My UConn men Huskies um, are starting the season against Moorhead State. Shout out a lot of listeners from there, uh, alumni Kenneth Fareed. But uh, yeah, and we'll we'll see that UConn played one exhibition. They rolled Southern out of the house. Um, hopefully, they do that again. I don't know. I I know you haven't been following. Religiously, since the CCSU-UConn rivalry's been been out for a couple years. But, uh, dude, that, UConn's been struggling the past couple years to play their early, like, oh, we're playing Columbia, we're playing Moorhead State, we're playing whoever it is. Like, they've struggled in these games. So, like, a blowout would actually kind of be huge. And if not, kind of scary again.
0: All right, so UConn, Thursday Night Football, NC State versus Wake Forest. I got to find another show to watch.
2: Yeah. Now that, now that I'm in a really done. weird spot right now cuz we our our silly go to bedtime show for a while has been Friends. We're we're down to like the final season and a half and there's a lot of weird stuff going on. It still has its moments though. Like you have to watch and we're going to finish it. Um but like we're not excited about that and we just got through the haunting show. So yeah, I'm in, I'm in a show dickament now
0: time to pivot to cheers show dick your mint. whoa pivot to cheers it's the only it's the yeah everyone's
2: action. watching cheers now
0: cheers is a good show i uh yesterday katie and i've been watching cheers together like one episode a night forever sure. and since i didn't have any other anything else to watch yesterday while i was making designs i just crushed like five episodes i was scared to tell her wow Real stuff, oh shit, she's not going to be happy. She wasn't happy.
2: Yeah, I guess that's that's been one of the things, because doing Friends, like, if you miss an episode, you're kind of like, okay. There's a couple big ones you can't miss, like an announced pregnancy or some shit like that. But, like, you could miss an episode of Friends, and it's like, hey. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. The
0: last season, later seasons of Friends get really bad.
2: Joey makes a joke about eating a lot. Chandler's Chandler.
0: They ruined Joey. They made him into like an actual idiot because they didn't know how to like, like... He was smart the first couple episodes, but funny. And then they turned him into like a fucking idiot.
2: Yeah. And they ruined him. Anyway. It's that acting life.
0: That's the rest of the show for today. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening. Hope you enjoyed <clears throat> Voicemails Tomorrow. If, you, if you're up for it, if you got something you want to add to the show, 908-845-5792. And since it's Thursday, it's drinking songs, so we got Todd Snyder singing Beer Run. You like this song, Jake?
2: Kinda. Not my kind of music, but I I like what it's about. Have you heard it before? Like, yes and no. Like, Like, yes, but no.
0: I really like Todd Snyder, but this is kind of like a novelty song, so I wouldn't right. play this. Like,
2: it, definitely have heard it in the background of places, but have never seeked it out or listened to it.
0: Oh, uh, this was big at, like, some of the bars in California, and then it was big with my group of friends in California. Right. b double e double It's his most famous song. Country. Mm, it's not really country.
2: The song feels country. Yeah. You don't think B.R. <laughs> and Beer Run has a country vibe to it?
0: No, I just think it's got like a singer-songwriter vibe, but
2: Go he's ahead. from the South. Right.
0: I wouldn't call it country, I'd just call it Americana.
2: All right. This A-Double Americana A-Double song. Beer He's from Seattle.
1: <laughs> B double beer run. run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double R U N beer run. Found a store with the sign, said their beer was coldest, so they sent in Brad, because he looked the oldest. He got a case of beer and a candy bar. Walked over to where all them registers are, laid his fake ID on the countertop. The clerk looked, he turned, he looked back up, he stopped. He said, son, I'm not going to call the cops, but I'm going to have to keep this card. The guys both took it pretty hard. b double e double beer b double e double beer Run. Oh, how happy we would be had we only brought a better fake ID on oh, this B-E-E-R-U-N.